Can I get y'all anything else? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. I hope you save room for dessert. I'm almost full. Almost. Who doesn't love dessert? You have earned this. Breakfast. Homemade pecan pie. I love Whatever it. happened to angel food cake? Any type of rhubarb pie. Rhubarb strawberry. Rhubarb peach. That's sour and sweet together. It's hard to beat. Who saved room for dessert? It's dessert breakfast. I'll get that right to you. I understand you You are one of the, the you're a unicorn. You are a native Los Angelino. That's what they call From me. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills, 90211. That's really, that, that's so funny, man. So like, close. And I went to Beverly Hills High School, which is 90212. Oh, so Beverly Hills High School is not even 90210. Yeah. I think they just chose that zip code. And Sounds. a lot of people forget that that's a zip code. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, there's a number. Yeah. They shot that at, like, Venice High School, most of it. Okay. At least any of the parts that were in a high school. And and 90210 is, like, where the big giant houses are in the hills, like, near the Sunset Strip. Yeah. So Venice is completely the opposite side of even where Beverly Hills High School was compared to where 90210 actually is. Mm. Okay. Geography. I'm very confused right now. Yeah. Left, right, east, Too many west. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so 90211. Yes. So do you consider yourself like a, a, a Beverly I don't know, even know what that means to be a Beverly Hills guy. Is that like is that what people think it is or is it something else? So, I mean, it could be a lot of things because our high school had like 2,500 people. Mm-hmm. So... You know, there were jocks, there were nerds, there were band kids, there were all the all the stripes of things. I was a nerd. I was vice president of Dragon Ball Z Club, secretary of anime club, treasurer of video game club. And yet I had friends and wasn't ever bullied. So very accepting, I guess. Well, that's cool. That So that means that there is a big enough culture there that... Everyone can find their own group and maybe not even have to interact. Interact, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a large campus near near the Century City Mall. So if you're saying you uh, are the president of the Dragon Ball Z Club, vice president, vice president. Oh, didn't want that full responsibility. No, my friend oh. Vanessa was like, "I want to be the president of Dragon Ball Z Club. Do you want to start this club with me?" Interesting, because the clubs all you needed were four people as officers and a teacher to be like your sponsor. So how many people do you have in total in the Dragon Ball Z Club at school? We had probably like 20 to 25 at least. And Vanessa's big. mom would buy Domino's, like six boxes of pizza for us. And she never wanted us to pay her back. So we just had pizza every week. Wow. People caught wind of that and they would show up and be like, yeah, I'm here. And we made people sign on to the, like the, the roll call sheet. And people would come in. If we, if we could like sense that they weren't, there for legitimate reasons, they just yeah. wanted pizza. We would be, we would pause it and be like, "Who's that?" And they'd be like, um, "Goku." And we'd be like, "Get out! Take your slice and get out!" <laughs> Vegeta, Vega, Cryline, <laughs> Fraulein. I'm I'm look. I don't know much about Dragon Ball Z. Okay. I'll be honest. Oh, I do know of you know friend of the show. It was on the uh, was was on has been on breakfast. Mm-hmm. Philip Wilburn did play Android Nineteen. Ah. The like with the pointy head, and like the the very high pitched or like yeah yeah he sounds like a weird robot yeah. baby. Tell Philip Wilburn why Andrew Nineteen is terrible because he sounds like a creepy robot baby. Yeah, and yeah, he dies very well. He gets to make Vegeta look cool, so that's a yeah that's a that's a plus. But otherwise, he's a he's a creepy Kabuki baby. <laughs> 
still cool to be part of the universe. Yeah, no, yeah absolutely. Sure. But <laughs> I would be like, yeah, put me in. I'll be a weird frog. I don't care. Dragon Ball Z, I'm in. Put it on my resume. <laughs> so, Max, we have a part for you on Dragon Ball Z. It yeah. is the uh, space Nazi character. I'm in. No, it's it's nothing crazy like that. It's the character that comes along and then eats everyone else's poop. Yeah, sure. Uh, and that's uh, and <laughs> what's my power level? I don't care. Uh, one point five. That's less than the farmer. All right, that's fine. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, you get killed by the farmer. No, <laughs> he just has a gun in the first episode. Rat, it's fine. I have no I'll idea. I'll take what... it. <laughs> Did you do a lot of uh, theater at nope. Beverly Hills High? No, Not even interesting. A I I was very shy as a kid. Uh, I cried at my bar mitzvah from stage fright. Oh, so that's a thing. I think I saw that clip on uh, on, uh, on on Lively. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> world star. Um, but then I don't know. I I I was always very afraid of like memorizing lines. That was like my big fear about theater. It was like how am I going to yeah. re- remember all these words? So there wasn't a lot of theater. I I I was friends with theater kids. And apparently I sounded like one of the theater teachers. So I would like hang out with the theater kids and help them build stuff, like the tech crew. And then I would like yell, everyone get back to work. And they'd be like, oh God, oh wait, you're not the, you're not Mr. B. What is happening? That's amazing. <laughs> and then they want, they were like, oh, you should play him in the, at the end of the year, we do a, we do like a play and we have the kids play the teachers. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not one of your students though. And they were like, oh, well, uh, all right. So I didn't do it. Wow. But. So. Yeah. Well, eventually you went to, uh, where'd you go to college? Indiana University. Indiana, the Hoosiers. Yeah. Nice. Is that where you start performing? How does this, how does so this happen? So my, f- my first performing thing was, uh, I was notorious for like not doing anything over the summer. Yeah. So my mom tossed a book at me that was the like UCLA extension classes. And mm. she was like, just choose something. It doesn't have to be like math or anything. So so I chose uh, a class called Improv Comedy for Teens. I think I was like 16. Yeah. And I and since I was so shy, I was like, oh, these are all going to be new people that I don't know yet. So I could kind of be whoever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't have to like keep the persona that I have. Right, already that's already known, and then I was there, and I I was, I'd always loved whose line is it anyway. So I was like, oh, I like improv. Let's give this a shot, and I, you know, not to brag, but I was like really good at it. Yeah, and even even in the show, we weren't supposed to like jump in and interrupt scenes because it was very structured, and the teacher was like, you're in the scene, and you're in this scene, and they were playing the alphabet game, doing a scene where. There was like a nuclear power plant um, melting down, and they were stuck on M. And I, I was watching from the sides, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're so stuck! They're not. No one's doing anything." Uh, and so I jumped in, and I was like, "Manager, this manager here. What's what's going on? We need to fix this." And nice. I like saved the scene, but the teacher didn't stop me or anything because it was in the middle of a show. But we weren't supposed to do that, so I was like, "Oh, I think I'm good at this." So then. I go to college and I try out for all the troops there, didn't get in. And then someone approached me and we formed our own troop. We called ourselves Hoosian First, H O O S for Hoosiers. I love that pun. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> and we did shows every week for, for three and a half years. I think there's still a troop to this day. There's still people running it. We did short form. We did. We did a show for Hillel, the Jewish fraternity. Cool. Uh, 
and we had to be censored for that one. They were like, try not to swear, and we did all right. Yeah. Um, and so that's where I got like the bulk of my sort of early performance practice. Yeah. Or, or chops, and I, it was I I wouldn't trade it for anything. I think. Look, I think that's inspiring because there's this thought from a lot of people like when they when they're getting into high school and whatever or in college and they think they still want to perform but they're like well I didn't do it in high school I'm so far behind I was thinking that yeah but if you have that whatever that trait is that makes you you know good at uh those games the or entertaining in general or just being a funny person that could be accessed at any point yeah you know there's no too late like right. sure maybe if you go to UCB 101 you're maybe the oldest person there and it feels a little weird but like whatever right just t- t- who cares and then yeah sure you're the oldest person at the used to be 101 class and you laugh a little too loud at all they're just <laughs> <laughs> and then no one else is laughing and yeah is this personal experience <sighs> I'm gonna have to take a break it's okay. <laughs> right. I believe you we're lit <laughs> uh, the bomb <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir? Oh, nothing. <laughs> this is Peachy Keen. <laughs> UCB, uh, man. That's a bummer that, like, the one side... Everything one, is closed. It's all closed. But the one, I think, is just completely gone. The one the on Sunset. Sunset. Yeah. I'd only been there, like, twice. Yeah. It was a nice space. Really nice space. Because <clears throat> the, the original one is very, very crampy. Crampy. It's got an old school feel to it, yeah. and it is nice that it's just right in between like four or five cool places to eat. Yeah, you and know. a Gelson's. And the Gelson's. So, okay, you didn't start out as an actor, but nope. are there people you would say were your? You knew. I know you like whose line is it anyway. Who would be your influences as a comedian, as a performer? I always, at least for that show specifically, I always liked Ryan the most. Ryan Styles is great. Ryan Styles, and then uh, and then Colin. Close second. I mean, the two of them have just so... And they're in, like, every single episode. Right. And then in terms of, like, actors, like, careers I'd want to steal, it would be Paul Rudd and Sam Rockwell. Those are, like, my go-to guys. It's pretty good. Right? Careers to steal. Yeah. I don't even care about the, like, Ant-Man Marvel stuff. Like, I just I just love Paul Rudd. Yeah. And, like, how could you not? Yeah. Even that weird Tim and Eric sketch he did in the computer with the... Was it Pickle Man? And the guy, I mean, he does. He seems to age like five times slower than most people. I don't know what kind of... And then like on one day, he's like 20 years older, and then he goes right back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy that, uh, that show of his called uh, uh, Living With Yourself. That's what it's called. I mean, I love that show. Yeah. And uh, kind of cool to see him play like... I always love those things when, you, when you're watching... The same actor play two slightly different parts yeah. at the same time, and I'm always just like, "This is magical!" Like I, I haven't, uh, I love that movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton, where he plays like six different versions of himself. All oh, right, uh, I think people should get considered for like Academy Awards for things like that. They don't ever, not yet. But I mean, um, Nutty Professor. Yeah, that's a gr- that's actually a great example. I mean, he's really, <laughs> he's really. I mean, look, the, is the movie that good? Eh, maybe, but he's really funny. Do- yeah. yeah. Have you seen the one I love? That's another one where, like, oh, what is that? It's a it's a Duplass Brothers movie, Duplass, Duplass, whatever. Look, I'll never figure that one out. I've hear it every, both ways. It's know. fine. Um, it's him and I think Elizabeth Moss. Okay, from Mad Men, Headman's Tale. Yeah, and Mad Men. Yeah, and right. they're a couple, and like Ted Danson is in it for a minute, and they go to this um, 
this like big house as like part of marriage therapy. And then a different version of them is there. That's like the idealized version from the perspective of the other one. So like Elizabeth Moss will go into the guest house and, and the perfect version of Mark, I think it's Mark Duplass is, is there from like how she remembers it when they first started dating and stuff. But then it's this weird like clone thing it's really good. Where do I watch this? Because that seems super... It might be on Netflix. Creepy and good. It's like... I don't know. It's like kind of creepy once you realize that they're... I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. But it's like uh, there's versions of them there. And then they all have like conversation. Like it doesn't just become this like, wait, was that you from before? Like later they just... All four of them are sitting in a room having a conversation. So, so it isn't like later like, wait, so then I was kissing... But Yeah, no, it's not And then not you that. were reading a book with... No, no, no. Okay, good. And I think it's Ted Danson's house. His actual house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>